This episode of Tier Sheets Payments Podcast is sponsored by Quavo and their first-of-its-kind fraud AI, Aria, capable of integrating with any core processor or chargeback management software to provide issuers and their clients with consistent and compliant decisions within seconds. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of What's Happening in Payments. I'm your host, Ismail Umar, and today we're going to talk about blockchain-based B2B payments. For this episode, I'm joined by my very first guest for this podcast, Marwan Forsley, who is the co-founder and CEO of Veeam. Veeam is a San Francisco-based global payments platform built for businesses. It was founded in 2014 with the goal of simplifying international money transfers and improving the way companies pay and get paid around the world. Veeam allows businesses of any size to send payments in their local currency to vendors, suppliers, and contractors across more than 110 countries in 80 different currencies. The company uses blockchain as a payment rail to eliminate the need for intermediary banks and reduce payment costs for SMBs. It does that by converting the sender's funds into crypto to make the transfer and then converting it again into the desired currency of the recipient. As I mentioned, Marwan is Veeam's co-founder and CEO, and he's also the author of the 2018 book, Small Business in a Big World, a Comprehensive Guide to Doing International Business. He's an advocate of using blockchain technology to make cross-border payments, and so that's what I'm going to discuss with him today. We will explore the advantages of blockchain-based payments for businesses, potential disadvantages, limitations, and regulatory challenges, and the possible role that blockchain could play in the future of payments for businesses. So here's my conversation with Marwan. So I, I started Veeam in uh, uh, 2014. I used to run uh, e-commerce for Western Union. Prior to that, I was in a startup uh, called eBillMe that I found and sold to Western Union. Um, I started Veeam to make it really simple for businesses to get to pay and get paid. Just like when you buy coffee in the morning, you don't think of how you pay, you just do it. Uh, when you do payments for businesses, it's the opposite of that. You know, it's all about checks and wires, international wires, domestic wires, paper invoices. And so we wanted to just like streamline this whole thing and make it really simple for these businesses to move money around. And the way we created Veeam is basically all you need to do is put an email and amount and you send money. Just like the way consumer product works, we're taking that chapter and moving it into an SMB setting. That's why we created Veeam. Great, great. Thank you for that introduction. So, um, Marwan, I'd like to talk to you today about the potential role of blockchain technology in payments, specifically mm-hmm. B2B payments. So yep. um, let's start by talking about potential advantages. Um, what would you say are the advantages of using blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies to make B2B payments as compared to fiat currency? Yeah, so you know, fundamentally, blockchain is a way to remove uh, intermediaries in a in a value chain. And uh, what we did with uh, that uh, technology at Veeam is we used it to essentially cross from one uh, currency to another. So, for example, if, uh, if I'm sending money to Mexico, what we do is we cross from U.S. dollar to uh, crypto to crypto back to 
Bezos. So we used the crypto and underlying technology, which is the blockchain, to essentially uh, synthetically cross from one currency to another currency. Uh, the reason why you want to do that and, and why this is important in the market, if you look at the way money moves through traditional banking infrastructure, money moves from a bank to a bank to a bank to a bank. Sometimes there's more banks in the middle and the more banks in the middle, the more fees, the more delays, the longer it takes. Um, and then the, the 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 business ends up paying for this. It ends up paying for the for the delays and for the friction that happens along the way. So when when you remove intermediaries, you're essentially removing the middle banks, and you're going bank to bank directly. And so what we do essentially is remove the middle layers by inserting the blockchain as a way to deliver the payment in a simpler um, method, simpler approach. So the, the the payments end up going real time uh, from from Veeam to to Veeam, and then the the transactions happen 24 by 7. You don't need to worry about banking hours in that market. And the um, approach that the blockchain, the way the blockchain works, because it's distributed through agents that or or exchanges, uh, essentially the exchange in each country becomes last mile delivery. So you you end up with a distributed architecture for payment processing. So these are all the benefits of using the blockchain and how we applied it at Veeam. Sure, sure. That makes sense. And uh, maybe we can also talk about potential disadvantages or, or limitations that could prevent, uh, you know, the widespread use of blockchain technology in B2B payments and uh, what you think um, could be done to address them. Yeah, the biggest... Um, issue with using blockchain for payments is just having more liquidity in the market. That's the fundamental issue. The, the more liquidity that exists, the lower the bid-ask spreads, the tighter the exchanges, uh, the, the, the more traffic you have on the network, which creates an advantage against existing um, payment methods or existing rails. So right now, the way we work uh, at, at Veeam, we have something called multi-rail, which essentially scans between different rails to figure out what's the best way to deliver that payment from point A to point B. Now, um, in some cases, the blockchain gets an advantage, in other cases, it doesn't. And then when you look into why why not, the, the main issue is liquidity. The, there isn't enough traffic on the network to create a bid-ask spread on the currencies to make it attractive enough against existing, existing um, uh, rails. And to, to, to address that, you know, just the more, it just takes time, it takes build up, and it takes just overall maturity of the industry. And it's been improving all the time, like almost every quarter it improves. But um, the broader issue here in the market is making sure that there's enough traffic, enough liquidity to make this become a, a, a uh, one of the main protocols, one of the main rails. This episode is sponsored by Quavo. Quavo's first-of-its-kind fraud AI ARIA is capable of integrating with any core processor or chargeback management software to provide issuers and their clients with consistent and compliant decisions within seconds. ARIA reduces fraud and dispute losses by automatically collecting all of the information required to complete a reasonable investigation for each fraud case as well as a successful chargeback recovery whenever possible. For more information about ARIA, head over to quavo.com. 
Now let's also talk a little bit about regulation. Uh, I know regulation is always an important topic whenever we talk about blockchain and crypto. So what would you say are the biggest regulatory concerns surrounding the use of blockchain technology in payments, including cross-border payments? And do you think there are ways for businesses to get past them? Well, the um, from a regulator perspective, you know, as long as you adhere to the standards used to uh, to, to run a traditional payment system, um, you're good. And, and that's what we do at Veeam. So, for, for example, we, we're a money service business. We have licenses in every state and we have to follow all the required uh, procedures that the states and the federal government requires. Uh, and that's in the U.S. market. We follow the same procedures in, in other markets. And, and so when you follow these processes over a new technology, uh, essentially you, you by default um, kind of are operating in a legal construct using a new technology where the new technology is uh, essentially used as a plumbing, as a way to behind the scenes uh, move uh, payments from one party to another. So I'd say like the, the more we see regulatory frameworks develop, uh, the, the better the market is going to be. Because generally, when you have uh, a system regulated, you have all the big banks and the big platforms uh, apply um, their, their assets to it, which creates more traffic and more liquidity and a better environment overall. So I'm a fan of having the uh, 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 government regulate the, the industry. Um, in the meantime, what we do is we apply the uh, regulatory framework that exists for money service businesses uh, over this medium. That's how we do it today. Right, right. And um, if we talk about the future, like looking ahead, um, firstly, what do you see as the role of blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies in the future of payments? And uh, do you think um, the high volatility and unpredictability of many of the cryptocurrencies today would prevent them from being used in payments for businesses? And if so, is there something that could be done to address that? I mean, the volatility um, is not uh, prohibitive, but it's not helpful uh, for, for, for using it as a payment processing uh, vehicle. I mean, we, we use it with all the volatility because we go in and out of, of the blockchain and we developed, we've been doing this for a while. And so we developed all the processes and technology to do it. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's much better when, when the uh, market is less volatile. And, and the volatility has to do with just, it's a young environment that, you know, folks are discovering the, the technology, learning it. Um, and, you know, there's different perspectives emerging on the, in the market on, uh, you know, the future of it. Some are very bullish, some are very bearish. And so it creates an environment where you got, you know, big, big swings uh, depending on, you know, the cycle and the days. Um, but, but in general, I would say, like, you know, the foundation of the blockchain as a protocol are solid, the market is emerging and maturing and the attention on it is helpful and the amount of money pouring to develop it is extremely helpful to make it a big uh, rail down the road. It, it is going to be one of the major technologies in the market. Uh, it's just a matter of time more than anything else. Right. And um, what role do you think stable coins like? Do you think they could also play an important role in this regard? Well, well, stable coins um, 
are a variation of the foundation uh, that was built on the blockchain and and just from the name you know they're stable and so because they're stable they're they could be helpful again the issue with stable coins is very similar to the issue with any of the cryptocurrencies that we use for payment processing you need to make sure that there's enough liquidity in the market and enough exchanges supporting it and having the exchanges be able to essentially take the coin turn it into local currency remit the local currency to the recipient having these operations to be rugged and scalable that's what needs to happen for that industry to become the the uh, way to move money around the world can you also tell us about the vision for veeam um, going forward um, can you talk a little oh. bit about uh, yeah what, what your plans are for the future well, we're, we're in uh, 110 countries, uh, about 80 currencies. There's about half a million accounts on the platform. We're looking to uh, scale and grow the business. And uh, it's all about delighting the customer with payment needs so that uh, whether the payment is domestic or, or international, uh, they'd be able to use Veeam to simplify paying and getting paid. And we want to uh, scale the platform and get it to a stage where uh, a lot more users are using it. That's the key objective for us. Great. Um, so thanks a lot for joining me today, Maron. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That was my conversation with Marwan Forsley, the co-founder and CEO of Veeam. You can read the full transcript of our conversation on the Tearsheet website. And with that, we've also reached the end of today's episode. As always, thanks a lot for joining me today, and I'll catch you back here in two weeks.